Good morning, coaches. This is your wake up call. It is Monday, June 14th, and I am feeling a word of the day today. That is resilience. Okay, now, why am I wearing this hat? Okay, there were so many graduations this week. Um, ceremonies all over the country. Uh, students have been faced with the most challenging year of their lives, but they still managed to complete their studies, to earn their degrees, to adjust to the ever-changing landscape and celebrate their accomplishments. Hopefully, we will not repeat a year like this ever, ever again, but it is inspiring to know the human spirit conquers all. Resilience is the word for all of you in your businesses as you are, uh, as you are challenging yourself to new heights and um, advancing in rank. And speaking of advancing in rank, by the way, hats off to all the graduates this week. Um, okay, that's my intro because Darren Ashby is off. And so I will be doing the recognition today. Let me bring on all our, my slides. And all righty, hold on one sec. Oh, I didn't have it queued up, Kevin. <laughs> Here we go. We good to go here? Let me put it in play mode. Congratulations to those who have advanced their uh, businesses forward. Here we go. Let me let me make it larger there. Yay! Okay, if you are new to Beachbody, this is the recognition of the week. If you notice a little flag next to someone's name, they're from a different country like Canada or France. If they're U.S., we don't put a flag. There's a lot of uh, U.S. coaches right now. If you see that little blue square that says an additional coach business center, that means that coach reached the two-star diamond rank and was able to open a second business center. Also, down below is a running tape of those who have earned Success Club 5 for their first time. So their first time Success Club earners. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a big congratulations to our new diamonds for the week. Trinity Aggins, Sandy Alabastro, Brittany Carita, Dana Daigle, Tanya DeLong, Tessa Giordano Ryan, Janae Zarang Gidry, Maddie Kennedy, Chelsea McIntyre, Leah O'Meara, Kira Pagan, Sarah Patterson, Kylie Taylor, Timothy Tompkins, Jude Unoni. Congratulations to the One Star Diamond Coaches, Joanne Baldock, Michelle Davis, Krista DeBera, Shelly Ikes, Sylvia Ferreira, Aaron Jourard, Sarah Holstein, Ivana Jove, Marie-Yves Leclerc, Debbie McCluskey, Naomi Medlin, Jessica Morris, Amanda Outlaw, Pamela Penn, Colleen Pukish, Lindsay Rabau, Vanessa Reed, Christy Rivero, Kelsey Roberts, Kim Roberts, Emily Robida, Amber Seeley, Amanda Steele, Tiffany Taylor, Brenda Thornsberry, Jenny Vanderland, Kiloni Weston, 
Hillary Wise. Here we go. Congratulations to our new two-star diamond coaches, Brooke Anderson, Britt Baker, Natalie Beland, Carrie Benkowski, Patrice Buller, Erica Berger, Lisa Deutsch, Kim Fitzpatrick, Brianna Knudsen, Kathleen Marin, Paige Marcazzi, Kaylin Mateus, Melissa McQueenie, Stephanie Mayalki, Natalie Minahan, Dorilia Ortega. Congratulations, more two-star diamonds, Jennifer Pogue, Allison Valley, Jennifer Wren, Jennifer Young, Katrina Zaponi Scott. Here we go. Congratulations to our three-star diamond coaches, Catherine B. Albert, Samantha Bednar, Lauren Condit, Courtney Laverne, Natalie McRitchie, Megan Mosakowski, Jess Stewart, Linda Warren, Amity Whalen, and Jacqueline Worley. We've got five star diamond coaches right here. Maud Blaise Hautecoeur, Melissa Johnson, Kelly Posner, Hannah Roberts, Jana Vaughn, Dana White, and Nikki Whiting. And ladies and gentlemen, we're at the top right now with two six star diamond coaches, Lucy Legere and Julie Voris. That's it for recognition, everybody. Now, I would like to exit the recognition. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin, and introduce Kevin Shaw with our big announcements for the week. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kent, Sandy. Great job with those names. That French accent just rolls right off your I, No matter what their name is, I'm going to Frenchify it, okay? I do the same thing. I hear you. Okay, great job, Sandy. Thank you so much. Coaches, let's talk about what's going on this week here in the network. Kind of excited about this week. As you guys know, the Take Action Challenge, we are in the final month of the Take Action Challenge. I have absolutely loved seeing how many green check marks you can get on your digital tracker. It will only require 50%, but who wants 50%? We all want 100%. Let's go for those green check marks. And guys, get those entries into the Take Action Challenge as well as those invites to your um, bot groups. By the way, if you have no idea how to set up a bot group sitting around after, I'm going to show you how to set up your own bot group so you can get some of those entries. And then, of course, as people accept, you get another entry. Guys, we have another mixed bike to get away. We have a lot of stuff to give away. Make sure you check out that FAQ 7729 if you do have any questions. Now, on the Champions page, um, as you guys know, we do with the Take Action Challenge, we always announce the winners. Make sure right after the National Wake Up Call, you head over there. We might just say your name. We have some fun prizes to give away. But also on the Champions page, you guys might have seen this little, um, what do you call this? Little post, um, this content savings hack. This goes over a lot of stuff that I want to talk about with you guys quickly. As you guys know, this is something that's not a promotion. This is something that is more of a hack, something that um, we want you and your customers to take advantage of. So I'm going to walk this through, walk you through this um, so you guys can understand how this works. So um, this is something for your customers, uh, your coaches, where you can they can get VIP access to Let's Get Up, which is on promotion, and $6.45 for only $10 more. Who doesn't want that? So how do you do it? In the month of June, the people you sign up, guys, get them a Let's Get Up pack and save $20 
with the Summer Strong sale. You guys know we are in the Summer Strong sale, uh, $20 off any pack that is over $150. So that brings it down. Uh, so it's normally 160. So we take bring that down to 140. <laughs> I was pointed at the screen right there, guys. If you see right there, okay. And then in July, you they everyone who purchases that pack um, in July will get a promo code for 50% off a 645 accessory bundle with VIP early access. That brings it down to $30. So the total then in the top right is $170 for the two. That includes both VIP early access for both programs. VIP early access means um, you get it before it goes to the BOD member library. So that's versus if they decide to wait until July, if they wait until July, they can still get 645 um, pack, but that'll cost them $160 for the VIP early access for only 645. They will not have access to the Let's Get Up, guys. They're for only $10 more, they'll have access to both VIP early access. It is a content saving pack that we are excited to announce with you guys. So that's kind of what's going on right there. We're very excited about the programs that are launching, and we don't want people to wait. Like if they're ready to take action, if they're ready to get healthy, don't tell them to wait until July. Tell them to get started right now, and we'll send them a promo code for 50% off. The last thing, guys. Oh man, this sounds so tasty right now. Is a next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, the new Shakeology flavor, Cookies and Creamy launches. If I were you, if I were a coach right now, I would be getting a list of every single person, every single coach, every single customer. I would message them personally and say, guys, the new flavor is coming out next Tuesday. We all need to try it. We all need to get our delicious flavored uh, cookies and creamy Shakeology with all those nutritional benefits that come with it next Tuesday. So uh, any questions about that, see the FAQ 4411. But guys, this one sounds delicious. I know it's early in the morning, but who I could go for some right now, a little cookies and creamy. Okay, Sandy, that's what's going on in the network this week. I'm going to toss it right back to you. You're awesome. And you know what? I want to taste that cookies and creamy because this weekend I ran out of my flavor and I had vanilla and then I just put some Oreo cookies. In. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it didn't have the nutritional value as the new one. But anyway, thank you very much, Kevin Shaw. Hope you have a great, great week. Um, you guys, it is time for our speaker. And before I introduce her, I want to remind you what Carl said last week, or he had me say to everybody, and that is, if you are watching the wake up call and you say, yup, I do that, I, I, I don't need to watch the wake up call or listen to the wake up call because I already do that. Ask yourself this question, can you do it better? And that's all I'm going to say is if you're doing it, great. If you're not doing it, you can get some tips today, but if you are doing uh, what, what Ashley's doing, then ask yourself, is it working? Can you do it better? Can you be more productive? This is it, you guys. We're entering summer in a couple weeks or a week. And uh, so many opportunities for you to make conversations with people. So let me uh, introduce her. Let me bring her on because she has been coaching over six years, you guys. And she's a superstar diamond coach. Um, she Her team name is Team Elevate. And she has been in Success Club. Get this. 66 months in a row. Do you know what that means? Every single month, she's helping three new people get into a total solution um, with their health. So 66 months in a row, 
ridiculous, right? She's a three-time elite. You guys, she's from Annapolis, Maryland. Bring on Ashley Feldison. Hey there. Sandy. Good to see you, Ashley. I'm going to step aside and have you talk about uh, your wake-up call in this business. How did you become a coach? Okay, I'm excited. So you guys, I when I was creating this training for you all, I knew that I was super passionate about this topic of helping my new coaches get started. But as I was developing it further and further, I saw my passion start to grow deeper and deeper. And it really came on because of this frustration that I had in my business. I like a lot of coaches, especially seasoned coaches, we've been around for a long time. We've hit roadblocks in our businesses, this level of frustration, having to come back to the drawing board drawing board, and reevaluate in order to watch our teams grow in a different way. And so I was the coach that got on new coach calls with my clients and my coaches, sorry, my coaches more specifically. I would get on these new calls with my coaches and I would lay it all out for them. I would lay out for them success club and success starter and how to get on the free success club trips. And we'd talk about new customer leads, like you name it. If it had anything to do with Beachbody, I was laying it out on the table for them and I thought I was doing everything right. And my coaches were super excited coming onto the call and they were super excited coming off of the call as well. But there was this common trend between all of my new coaches is this feeling of overwhelm. And I don't know if any of you guys have ever tried to be creative in a state of overwhelm or try to be like excited in a state of overwhelm or show your face in a state of overwhelm. It just doesn't work. Right. And so I had these coaches that were coming in excited and I was spitting them out and they were just feeling the state of overwhelm. And so it took me having to really reflect on my business, reflect on my own personal journey and say, Ash, what has to shift? And so it took me looking inward and asking myself seven, almost seven years later, I started this business as a 22 year old teacher. I was in my first year teaching. I was commuting an hour to work each way. I was going to grad school twice a week. I was living in my then boyfriend, now husband in his parents' basement. I had just moved from New York to Maryland. My life was like super busy and I didn't need anything more on my plate. So why now am I six and a half years later still as in love with this business and my journey as much as I was on day one? And it took me reflecting and asking myself, well, was it success club this whole time? Was it success club trips this whole time? Was it, I don't know, you know, like, was it these flashy things, these accolades hitting superstar, all of these things? And it wasn't, it wasn't any of those things for me. It was focusing on the woman that I was becoming over the last six years, turning 23 and 24 and now being, you know, I'm, I'm nearing 30 years old, all in this business and getting to focus on the woman that I was in every season of my life. That's the coolest part of this business for me was being able to see the woman I've grown into and knowing that I will be here until I'm 99 years old, not because of success club, but because of the woman that I'm becoming every single day, getting to look into my 30s and 40s, having this as, as my foundation for everything. And so it took me saying, well, how can I create that for my team? How can I get these coaches who want this until they're 100 years old? 
and I knew the foundation had to look a little bit different. And so the three things that I'm going to share with you guys today are the things that I'm doing every time I have a new recruit, every time I have a new coach come in. These are the three things that I'm helping them lay down in order to build their business on top of. So you can write these down if you want, and then we'll dig deep into them. First one is helping coaches pull out their coach startup story so that they have confidence to tell it. The second thing is guiding them toward understanding their relatable traits so that they have a ground to relate to people on. And the third thing is nailing down their schedule, how they want to work, and how they want to work with me as their mentor so that they take the front seat of their business. I'm not setting expectations for them. They're setting expectations for themselves. So going back to number one, Sandy, if you're cool with me jumping and I'm going to jump right into it. I, I just want to say one thing to the audience because uh, we're, the National Wake Up Call is now all about solving a problem. And when I came to you and said, the problem isn't so much signing up, the problem is that once you sign them up, they're not sure it's what they signed up for. They're not ready. They didn't, they didn't set their expectations right. So what you're about to talk about is something I don't think any coach really talks about. And it's the preparation before the running the business. So yes, go right ahead. I just wanted to add that in. Thank you. Yeah, it's the foundation. It's how can I get my, my girls ready to to build their business on top of so that they have this stable foundation. So let's go back to number one, helping coaches pull out their startup story. So like I said before, I was the coach who got on one-on-one -on -one calls with my coaches and they would take like, you know, be an hour long and we would go over everything. Not only was I wounded at the end of it, but my girls, they got off and they had all of these expectations. And so still I'm hosting my one-on-one -on -one calls, my coach getting started right calls. Maybe you've heard them be called GSR calls but instead of now laying all of the expectations I have for them on the table, we take 30 minutes on our first call and I first have them tell me their story from start to finish. I invite them to just lay it on me and I sit back and I just listen. I interrupt them at times, but I just listen to their story. More importantly, I listen to their coach startup story, how it all kind of adds up together. And so I find myself as they're telling their story, I'm interrupting them, politely interrupting them, saying like, yes, absolutely. I'm giving them, I'm giving them courage. I'm giving them confidence. I'm giving them excitement that what they've been through, other people are going through or other people have been through. They just need to hear it humanized. They need to hear another person has gone through it as well, but you found the solution to it. So for instance, let's say I have a new call, a new coach, and I get on a call with her and she talks about how she was an athlete her entire life. Maybe she played competitive soccer her entire life, went to college, she graduated, fell into her career, and she really missed that community. Well, that right there is massive. So I stop her and I say, oh my goodness, that, if you feel that way, imagine how many other athletes feel that way. And I just give her a little bit of confidence so that when she does think later about her story and creating a post around it, she hears my, my voice reminding her. And maybe that's the reason she started this business because she missed that community. She missed the, the group of women coming together to, to you know, lift each other up. Maybe I have a night nurse who her you know 12 hour shifts three or four days a week are just draining her. I have a lot of these women who are just drained 
day in and day out. And finally, they started as my client and they found joy in their journey. They just want to help another night nurse. They just want to help one other person feel the way that they felt. I'll make sure as they're telling that piece of their story to really highlight that so that they understand the importance of them telling their story. Or maybe like myself, I was a 22-year-old teacher who truly never really wanted to build a business. I just got to my teaching career that I had dreamt of so big for so long and I got there and it didn't feel the way that my dreams felt. And so I needed something to kind of steal my energy and steal my passion. Maybe I have somebody who tells a story like that. Well, then I relate to them and I make sure that I'm just really amping them up on this call, amping their story up, letting them know how important their story is. You know, we've had Kendra Hall, you probably heard her before. We've had her at two separate Beachbody events just to tell us how important storytelling is. But so often we're so consumed with this success club and success starter, which are great. But you've got to trust as a leader that when your coaches know their story and how to tell it, that success club becomes a byproduct of that. And that leads me in, right into number two, guiding them toward understanding their relatable traits. I don't know about you guys, but I want to get back to social media being social. And I do believe that this comes from us finding passion in other and in really sharing our other passions. I will say until I'm blue in the face, I'm a multi-passionate woman. I love fashion. I love home decor. I love coaching. I love my best friends in the world. I love being a new wife. I love being a dog mom. I love going out to eat. I love Trader Joe's. Like there are so many things that make me me. And at the core of all of it, coaching has made me a better all of those things because of focusing on the woman that I'm becoming. But if I just woke up and talked about coaching day in and day out, it would become really easy to get tired of social media. And so maybe you're asking yourself, well, is this really that important? Is this really like a fundamental thing that I should be teaching my coaches? And I truly believe that it is. I ask my clients all the time and I ask my coaches kind of like a restaurant or think about a doctor's office, a dermatologist. They always ask you, where did you hear from us? Or a new massage place. Where did you hear from us? Google. Did you find us from a friend? Um, I always ask my clients, where did you find me? How did you find me? And the answer is always because of one of my relatable traits, because of my creamy cauliflower pasta recipe, because of my weekly Trader Joe's haul. They found that on you know the popular page, which we'll talk about in just a second. They're finding me because of relatable traits because we have a ground to meet on and then they stick around and they get to see why I love coaching and how I show up in my garage every single day. And so if we give our power to our coaches to build those relatable traits, they are going to have more fun growing their business on social media. So how do we help our coaches build those relatable traits? I do two main things. First thing is I have them open their phone. If you go to your Instagram, Instagram's where I build the majority of my business. But if you go to your Instagram and you click the little magnifying glass at the bottom, you'll actually see a curated bit of images that Instagram put together for you showing the things that you're consistently paying attention to. So instantly right now, I see a ton of Trader Joe's recipes, plant-based recipes, because I eat mostly plant-based. I see a lot of pregnant fashion. I'm not pregnant, but that's the next season of my life. So I, I follow along with a lot of women. I see dogs. I see home decor. I see a lot of fashion and I see, I see some fitness and I see a lot of food that right there describes me to a T. 
So I have my girls open up their phone and I should say my coaches, my coaches open up their phone and I have them tell me what they're seeing on their popular page. What are you consistently paying attention to? Because what you're paying attention to is going to be what you find the most joy in talking about. Because for me personally, I do have a lot of coaches who are coming in without any understanding really of how to grow a social media. Like myself, before I started my social media, it was just photos of me and my dog over and over again, or me and my friends at brunch or Friday nights out or happy hour. So a lot of my girls are coming in just having those photos of brunch or them kissing their dog or their wedding day. And so they really need to find an understanding of, oh, what do I really want to talk about? helping or looking at the popular page helps in a massive way, but also having them pick up their phone and just call their best friend saying, what are we, you know, what do you know me for? What am I always talking about consistently? And this might not be something where they nail it down by the end of your call, but just give them homework to say, pay attention to that. Pay attention to the things that you're watching on social media, because you truly are going to want to start talking about the things that you're watching. I didn't instantly want to talk about makeup or I didn't instantly want to talk about Trader Joe's. It was this habit that I started to grow. And the more I talked about it, the more I started to realize, oh my goodness, the, you know, I have three girls message me about this one Trader Joe's item. I love Trader Joe's. And if I'm having engagement about Trader Joe's, well, then I'm going to talk about it a little bit more. I had a couple girls ask me about how I crimp my hair. Well, if I, I really like crimping my hair, I like talking to my friends about crimping my hair, maybe I should start talking about it on my social media to keep building that engagement. Now, I'm not just talking about Trader Joe's and I'm not just talking about crimping my hair. On other days, because it's a part of who I am, I am talking about building my business on social media. I am talking about working out in my garage day in and day out. I'm talking about the importance of proper nutrition. But you might have somebody follow you for a certain reason, maybe for your budgeting tips or for your maybe you have two kids on, all under three years old. Maybe you have that to relate on. But because you are painting this picture for them, you're humanizing it. You're painting a picture for them that they're living a life very similar to yours, but you're one step ahead of them. Like Katie said on the National Wake Up Call last week, she said, we're not masters. We're guides. We're just one step ahead of somebody else. For me, when I got started, I saw my coach who was a crazy, she was, you know, studying to be a nurse. She was crazy. She was busy. And I grew up with her. So I knew a little bit about her, but she posted a 21 day before and after photo. It wasn't like a 100 pound weight loss. I did have about 50 pounds to lose. She didn't lose 50 pounds in 21 days. For me in that moment, I knew she lived a very busy life to mine. And she painted a picture for what I was capable of in that moment. So when you're sharing things and letting people peel back the layers of who you are while growing into the best version of you, that gives so much permission to these other women and men coming in to see themselves through your story. So I do truly believe it is so important on your getting started right call personally for me to help these women, help these coaches and men, women and men, and these coaches find who they are and what they want to talk about because they're not going to want to talk about coaching 24 seven. And then the last one is nailing down their schedules, nailing down their schedules, helping them figure out what they want to do in their block of time, but also figure out how you want to work with them, how they want you to work with them. So nailing down their schedules, I, you're going to have, you know, you're going to have a multitude of different people come into your business, but let's just kind of go back to my first example, the athlete, the night nurse and the teacher. So I might have an athlete maybe who like me was fresh out of college and he or she 
she tell me about her new, maybe she just got into a new career. She works a classic nine to five, but she's in a new relationship and she wants to make time for them. Well, I ask her, I say, okay, well, when, when do you have free time in your day? At what point in your morning, your afternoon, or your night do you have free time? And she gives me that block of time. I say, is there one day a week that you are the least busy that could really be like a creative time for you? And maybe she tells me Sunday mornings or Saturday nights, whatever that might be. I say, great, there's the structure of your schedule that you're willing to build your business on. So now tell me, in that pockets of time, in those pockets of time, what do you want to do in the during that time. Maybe she said that she, while she's drinking her energized, she has 20 minutes. So I say, during that 20 minutes, what could you really see yourself doing first thing in the morning? How do you feel first thing in the morning? And sometimes they need some urging, but I say, chances are you're probably most creative in the morning, right? And they probably agree. And I say, what if you created your content in the morning? And it starts to get the ball rolling. She's like, yeah, maybe I could create my content for, for the day, my post of the day in that 20 minute block before I get my workout done. And maybe she has 30 minutes. Here she has 30 minutes in the middle of their day while they are on lunch break. And I say, well, what would you actually wanna do in that 30 minutes? Really think about it. Like, What could you see yourself doing in that 30 minutes? And they maybe tell me that they wanna open their social media and they know that engaging on social media is really important. And they could see themselves for 30 minutes just watching Instagram stories and scrolling through their feed and giving love to people who are already at their dinner table. And maybe at night they have an hour. So we talk about team call or on other nights when we don't have team calls, we talk about how the importance of their business activity tracker and we pull that up and they get to look at it. The goal here is to get them to take the front seat in their business. The goal here is for them to want to work the business how they want to work it. Because I told you guys, the reason that I felt that my coaches were overwhelmed was because I was setting a bar for them. It's really hard as an Enneagram 3 to tend to take a step back. But truly, I was setting the bar for my coaches. And it didn't, they didn't lose their excitement. But I think they lost a lot of creativity because I was running their business for them. And when you start to get them to talk, them to tell their story, them to develop what they want to post on social media, and them to develop when they want to work their business and how they want to work their business, it gives them a voice in their business and it gives them some courage to share that voice. And then the last thing I ask them is, how can I lead you? How can I be the best mentor for you? I wanted to be, you know, I want to be my coach's all of their best friends, but, but not all of them want that. Some do. Some of them are like, message me every single day. I want to be your best friend. I want to do this. I want to do that. And that's great. And I'm going to make a note of that. Some of them are absolutely so independent. My Enneagram ones, if you guys follow the Enneagram, they want me to just kind of pop up on social media. They're watch, they'll watch my social media. They'll get the little taste of me on the team calls every single week, but they don't need handholding. And then other coaches, they need a little bit of a mix of both. And I ask them, well, what does that look like for you? How can I best lead you? And it gets them vocal. And then it helps me understand the relationship that we have. So a really great piece of advice I can give to you is to create a template for, you know, you can have it in four different columns. First column, have their name, of course, and their story. If you, right, when you get off your call, you start to organize the, this document and you can kind of go back to their story and pull out like their niche, athlete who needed community, great. Nurse, night nurse who needed um, to feel fulfilled, teacher who, who needed to feel fulfilled, or night nurse who needed to feel like they were helping people, 
pull out pieces of their story so that you now know them for that, right? And then you can also, in the next column, nail down what their, what their relatable traits are. Your night nurse might love to, I don't know, make like mixed drinks on social media, or your night nurse might love to um, do grocery hauls or might have two under two or whatever it is, whatever their relatable traits are that they're consistently talking about, write that down in the second column. And then the third column, when are they working so that you can hold them to a standard? You're not setting the standard. They set it for themselves, but now you can hold them to that standard so that when you are communicating with them, you can say, how is that 20 minute block while you're drinking your Energize going? Do you feel like it's really helping your business? Or if they're doing the hour at night from seven o'clock to eight o'clock, Maybe you can set an alarm on your phone to message them saying like, rooting for you, girl, I know you're working or can you send me a link? Let's work together tonight. I think that this is such a, a beautiful way to become organized in your business without needing to feel like you've got to do 100 things, but you can have it all in one place where you're just getting to know your coaches. Clients are incredible. Building relationships with your clients, getting them results is incredible, but I want coaches who want to be in this business until they are 99 years old or until like the universe tells them that they can't. And I think us becoming so crystal clear with the humans that we're mentoring is going to be huge to help them, you know, help give them power to do the same. Um, and they will mirror exactly what we do. But then the last column is to is, you know, write down how they want to be mentored. And this is something that you can have always open on your computer to go back to when you do maybe once a week, maybe Wednesdays or Fridays, you do your coach check-in, you can go in and say, okay, Sally wants to be my best friend. So I'm going to shoot her a message right now asking her how her week was. But Sue, she, you know, doesn't really need me a ton. She's super independent. I'm just going to go to her social media, watch her stories and give her a little bit of like, and then maybe the person in between, you're going to do a little bit of both. Whatever it is that your coaches need, really reflect on that and don't be like me. Don't hover and, you know, try to run their businesses for them. Figure out what they need, how they want to do it, and let them have that freedom to move forward. I love this so much. There's so many golden nuggets that you brought. And I, and I told you this before. I don't think anybody has framed it in the way that you have. And you really want coaches that you have signed up to be there for the long haul. I can't wait for your 99th birthday. In fact, let me wish you a happy birthday now so we get that out of the way. Um, you, you said so many things and I hope that people go back to this call because um, pulling out their stories was the first thing you talked about. That is just finding out who that person is and then how you can best serve them. And your uh, spreadsheet is brilliant because as you sign people up, make little notes to yourself of how they want to be coached. That's huge. If you coach everyone the same way, not everybody's going to stick around um, for your coaching. So it's really, really great that you ask people, how do you want to work this business? How do you want to show up? I loved, loved, loved it. And I hope people go back and they recommend this call to their new coaches to listen to. Um, I have nothing more than to move out of the way and ask you, um, what are the key factors in your success in the last six years? Thank you. So Katie, last, last week on the National Wake Up Call, I keep talking about that call. It was so dang good. If you haven't listened to last week's call, listen to it. I just kept finding myself being like, yes, yes, yes. But she told this story that is one of my 
favorite stories on the planet. And my coaches in particular are going to be like, okay, we've heard this a thousand times. Um, but she told the story of the two frogs. You know, she told it incredibly, but I'm going to kind of like sum it up a little bit. Two frogs made their way to a dairy farm and they stumbled upon this luscious, crisp, beautiful bucket of white cream they've never seen before. Both frogs, they jump into this bucket of cream and they find themselves just in this liquid heaven. They are swimming, they're drinking, they're bathing in this cream until they finally realize the mistake that they've made and that they cannot actually make it out of this cream. And so frog number one very quickly realizes that he has now met his fate and decides to give up completely and sink to the bottom of this bucket. But frog number two had a different idea. And he he actually didn't know how he was going to make it out of this bucket, but he was not willing to go out without a fight. And he started flailing his limbs and, you know, trying to drink the cream, doing all of the things without knowing if there was actually a way to get out of this. And eventually he he found himself actually churning the cream into butter that then acted as a solid structure for him to jump out of and, you know, run off into freedom, um, leaving, having to leave frog number one behind. I found myself in 2017 needing to make a decision whether I was going to be frog number one and sink to the bottom or frog number two and not know how the heck I was going to be successful, but I was going to do it. Um, I was going to flail my limbs. I was going to drink the cream. I was going to do it without an understanding of how. Um, and my life was shaken upside down in 2017. I picked up my entire life, moved it back to New York. Tyler and I, my now husband, boyfriend back then, we had to rent out our house, pick up everything, move. And a lot was shifted. And I found myself wanting to throw in the towel on this business because I kept doubting the possibilities of myself, but also the possibilities that this business could bring me because of what I was focusing on. I was so obsessed with other people's reality, like these coaches who were further along than I was, who were more successful than I was, that I was inspired by. I was finding myself becoming so obsessed with their current realities relating to mine that I had really started doubting this business for me. So my that actually sent in uh, teaching applications to go back to the classroom after leaving uh, the year before. And the best thing ever happened to me and nobody called me back. And I was left needing to choose whether I was going to be frog number one or frog number two. And for me, I stepped into this role of being frog number two, knowing that I could be successful and using these people who I was inspired by Instead of comparing myself, I had to start using them as an example of what I was capable of. But more than that, I had to use them as an example of how hard I had to start working. I had to instead start to compare what they were doing to what I was doing. The coaches I was super inspired by, they were going all in on programs. They were do, really reading their personal development, not just checking off a box. They were creating content and sharing their stories. They were doing a lot of the things that I wasn't focusing on because I was so focused on fluffy things. And so I became frog number two, where I said, I don't know when I'm going to be successful. I don't know how long it will take, but I'm going to flail my limbs and I'm going to really show up like the coach that I want to attract tomorrow. And for me, I'm going to kind of go back to the beginning of this call. Um, but being in this business for six and a half years, it to me, it's not about success club. It's not about success starters. It's not about um, leadership retreats. Those things are a byproduct of the woman that I've become 
over the last six years. And we are so blessed to get to do that, to help these women and men focus on becoming the best versions of themselves and then have the the freedom to to reach for these things these huge things that they want in their lives that will add such beautiful beautiful value in their lives but if you can take anything from this call be frog number two and i want to just leave you with one last thing this is one of the best books next to this light edge light edge is my favorite book on the planet but next to this light edge the the book grit the power of passion and perseverance by angela duckworth is one of my favorite books on the planet because we need very little talent in our lives you guys to be successful what we need is grit and the determination to just show up as we were meant to show up day in and day out without needing to know the outcome if we only measured success by the level of grit or resilience, everybody would be very, very successful. But yeah. people come in and they want the awards, they want the accolades, they want the trips, and then they quit because they're not satisfied with the money they made. When look at you six years into this business, that's not what you're looking for at all. You're looking for longevity and having a really fun birthday at nine years old with all your friends. Yes. Okay. I loved it. I loved it. And for those who were on today, you were the lucky ones because she had a lot of really great tips. So thank you. Thank you, Ashley, so much. Thank for you. So much. Appreciate you. Um, we're going to do what we do every single week. And that is bring on Kevin Shaw again to give us a five minute training on God groups because it is the most fun that I have is watching him go through his screens. <laughs> Thanks, Sandy, that's great. And guys, Sandy said it right. You guys watching Ashley today, she knows this. She's one of my favorite coaches. She is so good at what she does and she's so relatable. She's so down to earth. And that last bit right there was spot on. So you guys got a treat today. So let's get talking about how you guys can get started with your body groups. As you guys know, the thing that sets us apart from most any other company out there is the accountability factor. We do fitness, we do uh, nutrition, and then we do peer supports, that peer support that we are so good at. And with bod groups, it gets even better. So if you guys are not currently running a bod group or are not a co-admin of a bod group, pay attention because I'm going to show you guys how you can become and start your own body group. So give me two seconds here. Let's jump into this. All right, so all you need to do is go to beachbodyondemand.com. This is where you do your workouts. This is where you learn about nutrition. At the top, you'll see right here, one of the tabs is body groups. You click on that and you come down here to start a group and get started. So what you want to do is, if this is your first time starting a group, you want to select a program or theme. I'm gonna select fitness because that's what we're about. I'm gonna start it today. And for this one, I'm gonna say this is an ongoing group with no end date. And the reason why I will show you in just a second. The next uh, tab, a little section here is what do you want your language you wanna be in? I'll do English. This one is I'm gonna just be the people that I invite because this is my first group. I wanna kind of get things started uh, the right way. So I'm just gonna invite a few of my friends to join me. And by the way, it's not scary for them to join. It's not scary for you to run. It's a very easy process to do. Um, so uh, these are, I, I allow posts from Carl to come in and allow posts from our Beachbody trainers to come in. These are uh, excellent job, and so I'm going to keep these in. So now we're going to click on next, and the next thing is what do you want your groups 
name to to be i'm going to say until we are 99. kind of following ashley's lead here so we're going to do this group until we're 99. i'm going to actually upload you can select a photo if you like but i don't think they have a 99 year okay so i'm going to upload an image and the image i'm going to choose is this one here I did a quick Google search. Sorry, this is not my own image. I stole it from the internet, but this works for me. So we're doing this until we're 99. That's what the group name is. And this is an ongoing group because that's just what it is. Uh, so I'm gonna click on next here at the bottom. Okay, um, if you would like, you can add a video. This is a little welcome video. You can say, hey, you made it to the right place. You're here, let's get started. You're meant to be here. Let's do this until we're 99, describe the group. We are working out every day and eating right until we are 99. Okay, click next. I want them on having Beachbody on demand. I want them drinking Shakeology because, as you guys know, a week from tomorrow, Cookies and Creamy launches, and I'm going to make sure that they get that. Um, and then we're going to do Performance Line. Click next. So you can have up to three testimonials if you'd like. Um, I'm just going to do two today. Those look great. And we're going to now preview this group. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This this motivates me. We're doing this until we're 99 years old. Uh, and, guys, this I, I, I hope you understand. If you're just barely getting started, accountability is key to this. Accountability is what you need to do to be successful. As much as we want to hold ourselves accountable, we let ourselves off the hook way too easily. You need to be held accountable, and you might as well do it with people you like, people who are your friends. And so make sure you guys share that link with your friends and family and just use that platform to hold each other accountable. Use your phone to then have them log their shakes, log their workouts, and post about how much fun they're having. Guys, that what a, what a phenomenal call today was. Now what I want you to do is head on over to the Champions page because we might just say your name as a winner of the Take Action Challenge. Guys, have an awesome week. We'll see you next week here on the National Wake Up Call. Bye.